Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, welcome. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I am Dr. Kim Duramo, and I'm going to share today about depression. <laughs> it's something so many of us suffer from. It kind of goes hand in hand with anxiety, which has been almost universal. Um, but it's also something that we really understand a lot more about, and it does not need to be chronic. I am going to set up um, my Instagram here because we're going to broadcast it in there as well. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, so welcome everyone who's here. I would love to hear where you're joining from. Welcome everybody here in Instagram. This is Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm going to be sharing today about depression and specifically about why you can't fight depression. And a lot of people, that's like doom and gloom, right? I can't fight it. That means I'll have it forever. But that's actually not the truth. In fact, what you resist persists. And when you fight anxiety, you fight depression, you work hard, you're always thinking about how do I get over this? What am I eating? What should I do? It actually kind of feeds the dragon it propagates the very thing you're trying to resolve. So this is one of the things that's kept for so many people, like chronic depression keeps depression in place. And even when we identify with it, like I have depression, this is like another way of solidifying those brain states and we don't need to do that. So hello everyone joining here. Thanks for coming in live. I'd love to hear where you're tuning in from and hello to everybody on Instagram here as well. And to everyone listening to the recording or the podcast on Mind Body TV. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I am an osteopathic physician. I have been sharing about mind body medicine and self-healing for many, many years now and witnessing people heal from literally every disease imaginable of course, including anxiety and depression. And when we've done this work in a deeper way of seeing people get off of anti-anxiety medications, off of anti-depression medications, even when they were told this would be lifelong. So I'm really, really passionate about sharing this work, not only for people with chronic illness, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, autoimmune disease, um, but also these kind of mental, emotional conundrums that we can get into with chronic anxiety and depression. So hello, everybody who's here. Great. Florida, Malaysia, Roseville, California, Montreal, South Jersey, Alberta, Canada, another Florida. Awesome. Great to have you guys here. Thank you for being here. Um, so let's just jump into this kind of basic misunderstanding about depression. Um, and, I, and I've and i suffered this myself for many, many years and kind of like identified with it, my depression, or I have this thing. And a lot of people I've worked with have this idea that it means it will be lifelong. In fact, there are many, especially when they've been on medications for a while that think, no, this is just the way my brain works. I'll always have this. And it is not true. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being on medications. And if that's working for you, awesome honor that, receive that. We have so many beautiful solutions, including some medications. And if you're in a space where you're like, this is really working for me, that's fantastic. For many people, it either doesn't help at all, or it makes them sicker, or it creates other kinds of problems that they're not willing to deal with. So then they think they have no solutions. 
So one of the basic things we need to understand is that depression is suppressed energy, specifically suppressed emotional energy. And emotions are really just energy in motion. It will feel a certain way. It will have a certain quality. And energy wants to be in motion. That's what being alive fully is. When that energy gets stuck or suppressed, or we don't want to look at it, we don't want to face it, we don't want to express it, it has to go somewhere. And it sort of gets suppressed in our system. And then it creates this heaviness and this intensity of all these things we believe we just can't face. So very often those suppressed emotional energies will be grief, shame, and fear. So for example, let's say you have some traumatic experience. Your body goes into fight or flight. <gasps> Can't believe this happened. Or maybe someone really um, threatened you or disappointed you, or it was registered in your nervous system as a real threat. That energy of that fear response gets stored and then we just manage it, right? Like I'm going to fight. I'm going to flee. I'm going to just freeze. So I get out of the situation or I survive the situation rather. But we never actually resolve that situation until we do. And then that energy has to go somewhere. So we either live with chronic anxiety, panic attacks, and or chronic depression, where we learn it's not okay to feel what I feel. I'm not safe to feel this. It's too big for me. I can't handle this. Which maybe when the thing happened and you're five years old, was true to some degree, but it's not true now. And when that energy is ready to move, it's going to come up and you're going to either feel it as anxiety, typically as anxiety or depression. It can also create physical illness in the body. Emotional energy that's suppressed will definitely create physical illness. Like our immune system doesn't work so well, or our gut's like all bound up and our digestion's not working well, or we get like brain fog, chronic fatigue, even pain. So a lot of chronic pain syndromes are from this suppressed emotional energy. When we open the space and let this energy move, it can not only resolve the anxiety and depression, it can also allow that energy to move so there's free flow and health in the body. And I've seen this so many times as a physician, how incredible it is when people resolve a really serious chronic physical illness by allowing this emotional energy to move. So hello, Jennifer from Michigan, Bonnie from Virginia, Nafis, right, the fear of shame. Yes, someone from Dubai, Detroit, Michigan, hello, South Africa, hello, Evely, Bonnie, hello from Virginia, Lena from Paris, beautiful, Brittany in Florida, awesome. All right, let me just, sorry about that. Who else we have here on good how do you let it release so that's what we're going to do thank you for asking <laughs> how do we let this release so so that's kind of the first point to understand and even just this understanding alone can be deeply clarifying because the first thing is like what do i do i know i have this suppressed energy i know my illness isn't getting better with just physical you know approaches there must be something deeper going on and then the immediate thing we go to is what do i do what do i do so before we do that, just be willing to pause and just have a moment of awareness. Whoa, there's energy in here. It's affecting me. It's coming out and I'm feeling that suppression. I'm feeling depressed, which is that like 
heaviness, overwhelm, that darkness, or maybe I'm feeling anxiety, panic, <clears throat> always going, going. Huh, what might actually be going on that I've never considered before? Or if you have understood this work, what might be going on that I haven't really made space for? That's even deeper than what I've understood. The reason it's so important to just be in the pause is there's a recalibration that happens. My nervous system actually stops just playing over the loops over and over and over and starts to go, huh, what? Something new comes in. That is enough to start to break the cycle. What a lot of people do is we just go, oh, there's another way to approach this. Okay, good. What do I do? What do I do? And we actually stay in the loop of fight or flight. And we're trying to use fight or flight to solve the problem that it created. And this is why for so many, these patterns are so chronic, unending, and evasive. Okay. So one thing we understand about the brain is the brain is deeply neuroplastic. It can change. It can form new synapses, let go of old synapses and patterns. And this is why it's really helpful to remember, like, even if this is genetic or I've had this for decades and this is just who I am, we still can have a dramatic and sometimes really quick um, shift on those patterns and letting something new come in, letting a new experience come in and a new way that your system works. One of the ways I've learned that's so, so important to shift the brain patterns and the old grooves that are like running those loops over and over of depression, anxiety, is to remember, if you learn any heart math, that the heart and the space, the area around the heart is sending way more information electromagnetically to the brain in what's happening in the nervous system than the brain is sending to like everywhere in the body. There's a lot more governance that the heart has over the brain, the nervous system, all the organs and tissues throughout the whole body. What this does is it gives us a leverage point where we can allow change to be very powerful and very quick. So to start with, breathe into the space around the heart. You're just going to take a few deep breaths. If you place your hand on your heart, this will help. It may seem to the mind like, yeah, I've done that before, or yeah, I don't have time for this because the mind likes to stay in the patterns we're already in. What it's doing is like, I'm going to fuel the dragon and I'm going to keep out running the dragon. If we actually want to make a real change, we've got to go deeper within our experience. So take a few deep breaths. You can close your eyes if you like. One of the things, especially if you've had anxiety and panic that might come up right away as you like soften your shoulders, settle in and breathe, is that it comes up more. For me, this was for years, keeping me in the pattern of like lack and busy, busy in my life. I couldn't, yeah, I just didn't want to even sit for five minutes with that intensity of the fear that would come up when I would just stop. I didn't realize that was medicine. And so I kept trying, 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 go, 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 do my thing, work harder. It was just so overwhelming. So as you take your first deep breath, welcome in light. And I will tell you right now, you are so much more powerful than you have ever imagined. And you do have the power to let these channels and these patterns rewrite themselves. It does not have to be hard. In fact, if you're working hard at it, 
you're kind of like working against yourself. It can be, it does not have to be years. It can be very, very quick. And it does not matter if you have a genetic predisposition or if you've been on medications or if you've had this condition for years. Studies have shown, this is not just me as a doctor saying this, studies have shown for decades how quickly the nervous system can shift. But how do we access that? So I want you to do this as you're breathing into the heart. Relax your shoulders. Bonus points if you let the chest relax so the breath comes a little more into the belly. We'll just do a mini version of it here so you can experience a shift. And then the second piece of this, think of someone or something that you love, something that's easy to love. Maybe it's a time in your life when you felt joy or a person in your life, or if nothing comes to mind because maybe you're so stressed, think of a cute and fuzzy bunny. Just bring that image or that person or that time and let yourself feel the joy. Now, as you breathe into your heart, Bring that energy of whatever that loved one is or that time or that beautiful moment, bring that into your heart. So see it come in with the breath and then exhale, let everything go. You're giving new information to your nervous system. You can even tap on the space of the heart. That can help a little too, or just place your hand on your heart. So as you breathe, you breathe into the heart as if this is the area that's breathing. See this area of the heart expanding, expanding, expanding on each in-breath. And then see everything letting go with each out-breath. Let's just do five to 10 of these. And if you're driving, maybe pull over because this could be one of those powerful moments of your life. Breathing in, let stillness come into your body. Doing nothing, breathing everything. Let everything go and then bring that light of love, of joy, of that person and that loved one. Bring that in with the breath. Let it expand out. So easy to love this person. It lights me up. I'm so filled with joy. Let everything go in the out breath. Good. Couple more breaths. The reason we're doing this, just stay present with your eyes closed, take this breath into the heart. The reason we're doing this is this will begin to reset the nervous system. And it's an exponential shift, meaning the first time you might feel it a little and the next time maybe a little more and it gets exponentially more powerful each time you do this. Okay, so breathe a few more breaths and then allow in the idea what if this could be easy? What if it could be easy to let those patterns rewrite? What if it could be easy to let those old loops in the brain and the old heaviness dissolve? What if my breath could do that? What would it take for me to allow that? Most people can't sit with 10 breaths in a row. They'll stay busy. They'll keep doing like, oh, I'll just do it while I'm doing other things. Or they just won't do it at all. What if you actually did? It would send a powerful system, a signal to your nervous system to let it know you're serious about this new level of presence. And that is the number one medicine to allow this change. Okay, so you can open your eyes back up. Thank you, Stephen. Anne said, I feel so heavy upon awakening. 
after a few hours of sleep. I feel breathless. It causes panic, anxiety, depression. Yep, these are the loops. These are, and they'll actually sometimes get louder if we go to sleep and relax and it'll like stimulate us and the loops will stay on. What is this? It's where we've told our system, we got to go, we got to fight, we got to slay the dragon, we got to run from the tiger. And it got locked in. It could be from one moment of trauma that hasn't been resolved. It causes anxiety and depression. I tried CPAP and couldn't handle it. I was told that I have mild sleep apnea. Yep, it will even show up as sleep apnea where the body dis uh, discoordinates the process of breathing during sleep. This is so, so nurturing for that. Oh, good. Thank you, Melissa. Awesome. 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 I'll see. What if I started weeping when I pictured the dare person because I feel so much love with them? Yeah, I did as well. I, I was picturing my little child. Um, so that's energy moving. That's actually evidence that there's a rewrite. It's evidence that the patterns are resolving. It's evidence that the energy is moving. So good, 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 good that you're doing something right. Tears are really cathartic and they'll help a lot of emotional energy move in the body. Yep, move in the body. Uh, Brittany says that breathing exercise made me cry like a release. Good. So not just a few people experiencing this. Patrick, I'm scared of my depression. Yep. So what I will tell people to do is do it as a dose. Okay, I'm going to take 10 breaths, especially when there's been panic. and Or I'm going to set my alarm for like, one minute. And in that minute, I'm going to give my full presence, relaxed body to my body. I'm going to presence my body. So you get to soften the body first because when there's tension in the body, it's like, no, no, I don't have any emotions. I don't feel anything. I must be doing it wrong. So you got to first just like shh, let the body soften a little. And even that can be a neurologic pattern. So sometimes we got to like I did this for 10 days and then finally my body really softened and I could feel everything. So don't make it wrong that the brain's not registering what you're sensing and what these energies are. It doesn't need to right away. Revisit it again and again in 10 second increments even. The energy will begin to move. So it, like I said, if you've had a lot of especially anxiety, that first drop in might be like, <gasps> whoa. So that's why you're like, I'm just going to do 10 breaths to witness the intensity of it. Get curious. What's here? Oh, it's, it feels like this. It feels like this overwhelming rush. Oh, what is it saying? Oh, it's saying you'll never make it. You can't do this. You better stop. Who knows what it's saying? But a lot of times it would distract me from that presence. Like, no, 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 no. You got to go work. You got to go do your thing. You got to get out of here. And like, I got to keep running from the dragon, which was what was making me sick to begin with. So 10 breaths, get curious. Curiosity is a major, major point of this space of the heart, space of love and acceptance. Huh, if I did look, what might this be about? So curiosity, don't answer the question, ask the question. Presencing the body, softening, lets things open. That makes space for all the energies to release. And it may feel really, really heavy. Meaning as I no longer suppress those densities, they come up and it's wicked. It's intense. It's, <gasps> and if I remember, I'm more powerful than all of this. And I've stayed connected with that space of love. I'll be willing to move through it and breathe through it as it releases. But if I buy back into the idea 
what it's telling me. You'll never make it. It's not okay to feel this. You're no good. You're nothing. Don't listen to this girl. She doesn't know what she's talking about. The voice that wants to keep you in the pattern. If you start believing it, you're going to resonate with it. And then you're going to feel that heaviness, which is just serving you to make a new choice. What if you had an injury and neck and jaw spine is super tight? Energy is stuck and I get triggered by a lot of modalities. So be really gentle with yourself. You could even start off with just really, really gentle touch. It will increase oxytocin and this can begin to unwind the brain patterns as well. Um, even on like the shoulders, because this will feed back to the neck. Just a gentle, soothing uh, body. It's okay to let this go because the body's holding the tension that we concluded we needed to hold, right? I got to protect myself. I got to gear up. Anything could happen at any moment. So the body's like, <laughs> so we're putting in new information. Body, it's okay to let go. It's okay to soften. Be really, really generous and light with your body. Um, okay. What if you feel like you self-sabotage yourself? Do I accept the part of me that does that? Yes. I feel like I need to hold on to the depression, anxiety, so I'm not too disappointed if it never goes away. Yes, yeah, so just welcome that idea. Huh, this idea that I need the depression, this idea that I need to be this way. Yep, welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome the one who sabotages myself, who thinks I don't deserve. I welcome where I bought and sold to myself that I have to have fear to get by and survive. That's usually one of the big, big things that's going on with the um, the anxiety disorder is where have I bought into fear as a way of being? Instead of love as a way of being, which is opening, nurturing, we connect more with the wisdom so there's more clarity, so there's more direct actions that actually keep us alive and assist our well-being. See, the fight or flight nervous system is designed to keep us alive, but it's like, keep us alive in this 10 seconds, right? Let me survive the, 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 the fight. Let me survive. I'm running from the tiger. It knows nothing about actual long-term vitality, well-being, um, health, joy, fulfillment. It has nothing to offer us. So in this 10 seconds, and I worked for years and as, as an emergency medicine doctor, and even I found in the ER where there was life or death situation all the time, it still benefited me to be in my uh, embodiment of peace. Right here, clear, intelligence would come in, wisdom would come in, awareness would come in, like boom, I know this patient needs this thing. I know this patient is, we're gonna go in this direction. I'd have that clarity immediately, but I needed to be grounded in my own well-being, in my own body, rather than what I thought of was gonna be like before I went into ER, spaz all the time, on, on, do this, do that, out of the body. Like that actually didn't even serve me. And all the people, the greatest ER doctors I saw were in that embodiment as well. Grounded all the way down to here, present, aware. So this is what does contribute to our long-term survival, but the mind doesn't know anything about that. So it's going to be like, no, no, don't settle in. You can't let go. It won't be okay. And just like this person saying, like, don't I need the depression and fear to survive? No. 
I don't feel like anything moved or happened yet. So that's going to be the most typical thing when we've been really disconnecting. We've been really, really suppressing. So then it's like, I'm good, but like, I'm really not good. Or uh, maybe we'll uh, feel okay, but inside we're like, there's all this hopelessness and heaviness. Maybe we want to, let's just be positive. Let's be positive. And we don't want to acknowledge it. But what I'm telling you is the way to let it dissolve instead of just like mm, get better at suppressing it is to make space to let this come up. And it takes a lot of courage, a lot of self-love, which is why I had you feel that space of someone or something you love. And then bring that into the heart. It's like you're putting a little envelope in the mailbox and it's getting distributed throughout every cell of the entire body. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed watching your episodes. Thank you. I have chronic headaches and dizziness. So overwhelmed by the pain, still searching for the why. Same thing. We've got to do this first step. You've got to get deeper into presence and experiencing what's here now is the doorway to that. A lot of times we don't like what's here now. No, no. I want to feel better. I want to go over there. I don't want to be here where I am. So you see that disconnection, that is one of the main things that keeps the anxiety panic pattern and the depression suppressive pattern in place. Allowing my body to twitch and release feels relaxed and free. Awesome. Jane, when you clenched your fist, it reminded me of how I wake each morning. I just thought I was having nightmares, but I don't know because I never remember what I dream. So it's helpful to... Um, let your body know before you go to sleep, body, you can let go of everything you're holding. You can let go of the day. You can let go of the fears and worries. You can be in peace and well-being and let the higher self take over for sleep, restoration, recalibration. It literally will rewrite old patterns on every level of your system. Okay, so connecting at the heart is a really powerful way to dissolve the densities. Now, things will come up. It can get really, really intense as it's moving out. And one of the things I've created to assist with this is the Mind-Body Solution for Depression program. It's a series with five videos and some bunch of exercises throughout them um, to really help move these densities. If you think about that suppression, is a great way to think about it. You've got like all these energies in the system, <laughs> you know, and you're, you're like living up here <laughs> and maybe you're feeling, feeling this space of clarity. And then there's all these densities down here. And sometimes you'll pop into that. Oh no. And then you get better at suppressing it and you shove it back down under the rug. Or someone dies and there's grief. Oh, let me just overwork. I'm going to focus on work. We get better at suppressing it. But these energies will eventually come up. It's like old fish and it starts to stink. And then it feels like it's everywhere. And then we're living in this density, right? And we think, oh, I'm failing at suppressing it because I've been taught to suppress my emotions. I guess I need to do a better job. Or we get medications to help us suppress them. And I'm not saying medications are bad. I'm just saying in the acute, in the short term, it can be beneficial, but in the long term, it's not going to actually help dissolve any of this. So then it will feel overwhelming and it's everywhere. And then we're like, oh, we think things are worse as they're actually getting better. So what if we open space? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
I love and accept myself unconditionally. I love and accept myself unconditionally. And we create a pathway, a channel for this energy to come up and dissolve out. We create a literal opening in our system for all this density to come up and move out. I love and accept myself fully. Now, this is not easy when I feel the densities because as they come up, they're going to get more intense. And the mind's like, oh, no, 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 I'm going the wrong way. No. What if this is the density I'm feeling that all this time has been suppressed and it's been creating the densities in my life and it's been creating limitation and it's been creating lack and it's been creating an illness. So even though maybe I didn't feel it as intensely as I do now that I've opened, it was still creating a lot of pain, heartache, and lack. What if I let that release, resolve, move out? Then my system returns to harmony comes out. It comes out, these shoots, right? That's what we do when we allow, welcome, embody. And this is a lot of what I guide you through in those five videos in the Mind Body Solution for Depression. The way we've put this together, because um, I have a program called the Mind Body Solution for Anxiety, and we've paired these together in one program. And it's the same price as what we've always had for this program, but I just added this other component on as a bonus. We're going to do this live starting at the end of September over a four week period where we'll do a, a live Zoom call, four of them once a week. And I'll guide you through a much deeper experience of what we're doing here to repattern the nervous system, to let these densities come out. Because I think it's really challenging when you do this alone because you're like, wait, is this really okay? What do you do when you wanna help someone who won't truly listen to what can help them? You gotta clear yourself first. What does it bring up for you? Does it bring up helplessness? I got to get this person better. It's not okay. If they would only listen to me. Does it bring up rejection where you're like, why won't anyone listen to me? And it's about you. Does it bring up fear? <gasps> I, they're just going to get worse. You have to clear that first before you can be the embodiment that helps clear them, that helps them. Um. Uh, choice said, does suppressing emotions cause anxiety when alone? 100%. Yes. I only experience anxiety when I'm alone, especially in the evening. Yeah, because it's a distraction when we're around other people, when we're around others' energies, when we're involved in activity. And then when we're alone, like there's not that same, that same level of distraction and dissipation. Oh, I want you to teach in medical school, Christina. I actually do teach in medical schools. <laughs> um, Brittany, what if? You feel like you sabotage my, yourself. Do I accept the part of me that does it? I think I looked at this already. Yes, yes, yes. This is a really powerful thing that comes up because the pattern will tell you you're no good. You'll never make it. You'll always feel like this. It's not working for you. It's working for everyone else, but it won't work for you. And then you either believe that and you feel the result of it like, oh, the woe, the worry, the hopelessness, or you get conscious of what you're feeling and you go, oh hopelessness. And you anchor back again here, which is the space that lets it clear. So yeah, welcome the saboteur. I love you. I love you. I love you. Because we're either, <laughs> we're either sabotaging ourselves for sabotaging ourselves, 
keeping the pattern in place or we're loving ourselves for noticing where we sabotage ourselves, which breaks the pattern open. Oh, Sam. Hello. Good to see you. I, I remember you very well. It's great to see you here. Yvonne, you look, <laughs> thank you, Yvonne. You're so sweet. All right. So feelings of unworthiness are so profound. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what the density holds. They hold all the little nuggets that say, you can't do this and you can't do that and you're not good enough. And you don't realize how much you're living these patterns until you begin to open up the space of love, of willingness, of softening. Just softening your body begins to shift this physiology. Just softening your body begins to allow that neuroplastic change. So it, a lot of people think it needs to be work and a lot of visualization and a lot of whatever that intensity is, but that's not what will actually allow that rewrite in the most fluid way. Samantha, I've been doing your instant elevation technique and it's been phenomenal. I've noticed that when my eyes are open and I'm in my head, I feel all the physical symptoms in my digestive system. But when I close my eyes and reside in my body, there's no pain at all. That helped me feel that my body is so powerful. I've been practicing this daily and it's made a dramatic change in the way I behave with the people I love without having to do any hard work. Thank you so much. That's awesome. I love that. That's beautiful. That's what I mean with let it be effortless. Yes, we are doing a recalibration, but let it be effortless so things will rewrite themselves. The, the intelligence that created your body is the intelligence that will realign the depression pattern, the anxiety pattern, and can heal physical illness. But we don't think it could be that simple, so we still try to micromanage it. Andrea, I've been doing heartbrain coherence for a couple of years and I'm very quickly able to go into coherence quickly. So coherence is when we, we breathe into that space of the heart that we did um, and we just allow it to harmonize the body. It actually happens really quickly the more you practice it. And it's been shown by lots of medical research that this will begin a healing process in your uh, nervous system, in your, in your entire physio physiology. Um, Sorry, it said, I move through things quickly and feel like I'm in peace and joy more frequently than not. But since I've been in this great mental spiritual state, my physical symptoms of chronic rocking in my head and thyroid antibodies increasing for two years now. Uh, rocking in your head. I feel like I'm just accepting these symptoms and I'm not worrying about them, but they're not shifting. Trying to fix. Okay, so... One of the things that can happen, especially if you have already gotten adept with that coherence, keep asking, what will it take for this to be easy? What will it take for this recalibration to be in health and vitality? What will it take for this to be painless? What uh, might my body need? What will nurture me the most? And that, don't answer the question, just ask the question. That will allow uh, higher awareness in where either like you come across a supplement and you feel like ding, 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 ding oh, that looks good. I'm going to do that. Or someone offers you something and it really resonates that you've asked the question from coherence uh, is going to align you with the solution. Because there may be like, I don't know, maybe it's electrolytes or maybe it's something really simple. Um, but you can see how the mind can make it very, very complex and you never really get there. All right. So the link, if you do want to be a part of this workshop, it's a live um, four week We'll, we'll do the course, we'll do the work together, we'll do the integrations. We have both the mind-body for, solution for anxiety and the mind-body solution for depression um, tools and exercises. 
um, but we'll do these weekly calls. It's at drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. Uh, that's the page where you can register. If you are already in that course, like you've bought it ever before in the past, you'll automatically be enrolled in this live event where we're going to you know, record these uh, group calls. We'll do them on Zoom and you'll automatically be enrolled in that if you've ever been a part of this course before. Uh, hi, Christine. All right. Awesome. So for whatever this is for you, and I know for some people maybe who find this recording, they may be in like that very, very severe depression. I do not take this lightly. I've been in those states myself many, many times. It can be really hard to navigate alone. I would say get the support and assistance you need from someone you trust. Um, really connect with what you're feeling and realize your brain is going to tell you this will never end. You'll always feel this. It's just going to get worse. It's going to give you like the most hopeless message when the most hopeless nuggets are moving out. So part of that is knowing like, oh, that's why this is coming up. And it's, <laughs> and it's so intense right now. Don't believe it. So that means don't like react, oh no, or clamp down. Instead, stay fluid and soft and you'll see the energies move out and you'll see the clarity and awareness come in of like, oh, let's go in that direction. Oh, let's do that thing. So stay soft, stay with the breath and you'll, you'll be amazed at what opens up as you do this. Blossom pink glimmer bubbles. How sweet is that? I have such trauma from multiple surgeries with complications. Yeah. And the body will have memories of that. Um, if it's been traumatic mistakes, violations, trying the things you say and focusing on my body recharges the trauma. Yes. So you will actually bring up those loops, but you're doing it in a space of, uh, love harmony. It's okay to bring this energy up. It's okay to let this energy go. That's what does the rewrite. That's what literally allows the patterns, the old um, neurologic patterns to release and something new form. But that's what will come up, you know, as the rewrites happening. So you could get some support with this, uh, which we'll do in the live course, um, or just be really, really gentle, little by little, nurture and love the one who has felt violated, who has experienced trauma. I love you. I love you. I love you. It's okay to uh, allow these to come up. It's okay to allow a rewrite. That harmony of, uh, of the acceptance, peace, self-love is what will allow it to release. Uh, Lem, would this apply to pain and injury too? Yes, 100%. So many times, like when we have pain that's not getting better no matter what we do, chronic pain, what I've seen as a doctor 100% of the time is there is an emotional component in place keeping it from resolving. What's the link? It's drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. If you just go to my main page, it'll be under programs, uh, drkimd.com. But drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. We do not have a limited number of people. We've been running this as like a DIY home study course, which is what we will do in the future. But for the people who sign up right now, you'll be in those live calls that we're doing. So there's no extra uh, investment that you have to make. And um, there's no limit on how many people can be a part of that. Okay, beautiful. I have a fear of being seen, which sabotages my joy sometimes. I spent so many years ill and isolated. So stop judging yourself for that. And that will release a layer of it. 
It feels unsteady connecting with the world and being visible. I do fear, yes. Yeah, so the old pattern says that, right? This is what's going to happen. But you got to realize there's a new consciousness you've already accessed that will rewrite this, that will bring a different experience. So vulnerability can be hard because the conclusions are, I'll get hurt, I'll get rejected, etc. I'll feel too much. And that's why the surrender component is a big part of it. We do go a lot deeper into it in those, those videos that I guide you through. And I, I don't want anyone to feel like I am being uh, cavalier about the intensity of depression or the panic for that matter. Uh, but we're just beginning to touch on some of this to open even a little bit of space so that energy can move. Um, she goes on to say, feeling steady and being visible. I do fear being judged by others, but I can see where I've given my power away. Do you have, do you love the one in fear? Yes. Love the one in fear. And that one is in that alignment, right? Like it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what you think, or there's nothing good in here. My power is out there. So where we've kind of put it outside ourselves, that will create anxiety in the system as well. Um, there's another thing that is coming up and it's, it's really this rewrite with the outer authority versus inner authority or sovereignty. We are as a collective moving into sovereignty, moving into the space of, I'm willing to know what I know. I'm willing to honor myself. I'm willing to allow my wisdom in and follow it. And to the degree that we are like kind of anchored in the old space of outer authority, it will feel discordant. It will feel scary, right? Like, I don't know what to do, but let me find someone who does. Or I'm nothing, but this authority figure is going to tell me who to be and how to be. It's very disconcerting in the system, and it will bring up more and more and more anxiety to the degree we're still plugged into that. So for example, you see someone at a podium, an authority figure with a big title at the podium saying, I'm going to make sure you do this and you can't do that and you have to do this. And if you don't do this, I'm going to take away your livelihood and I'm going to end your life and you won't be okay. And now the inner self knows my truth is my truth. My truth is sovereignty. My well-being is unconditional. As I connect within, my world exp expresses that and I'm in harmony. But the uh, 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 programmed self doesn't know that. The programmed self has learned the authority is what matters. You have no power. This is going to determine what happens. And so you'll feel, to the degree you're in that program, the body react. Even if you're like, wow, I've been doing a lot of consciousness work, and I know it's not true, but the program it, like lives in the body. So it might take something that extreme to trigger it, and your body's like, <gasps> And then you get curious, like, why am I feeling so much fear? It's old patterns dissolving, right? Old patterns coming up and moving out. So if you feel triggered by what's happening in the world right now, know that you are in an upgrade. You're in an upgrade where you begin to release the paradigm of outer sovereignty and begin to know, uh, uh, sorry, outer authority and begin to know inner sovereignty. That might not make sense in the mind right now, but if you just kind of deepen in the body and connect, connect with the space of it's okay for me to know what I know. It's okay for me to feel my power and strength. It's okay for me to bring my attention within myself to be in here now. It's okay for me to breathe more fully. That is the greatest act of self-love. 
It's okay for me to allow everything that's happening out there and still find peace, clarity, and certainty in here. Good. Take a last deep breath. <laughs> so when we just begin to access this, it's going to guide our actions and behaviors. It's going to guide our choices. And so instead of continuing to make the choices that propagate the fear and powerlessness, we begin to make new choices that let everything in our lives and in our world be different. So I'm really excited to... Um, to welcome you to this program. If it does resonate with you, we'll be starting in a couple of weeks. It's at drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. All right, everyone. I love you. Thank you for being here today. I'm here every week at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Um, we usually come into Instagram. We're always in the Mind Body community in the Facebook and um, also on my YouTube channel. So lots of love to you. Thank you for connecting here today. Someone's asking, how do you deal with agoraphobia? It's the same thing. It's the old pattern that says the world's not safe. I'm not safe, right? Outer authority versus inner sovereignty. Be really, really gentle with yourself. Did we only do one 10 minute breath or did I miss another? We did a few things here. So you can rewind and drink it in if you would like. Uh, but there is many, many more integrations and processes in the, the course videos. If you would like to receive that, I would love to have you there. All right. No, doesn't matter whether you're part of this or not. It matters whether you deepen into your experience with yourself. You deepen into that love and willingness to be with what's coming up. Because the willingness to feel the grief, the shame, and the fear instead of suppressing the grief, the shame, and the fear, is the difference between aliveness and chronic depression. The energy will move once we allow it, but it, it can feel really scary. So with great, great, great compassion, um, I invite you to begin to embrace this work. All right, lots of love. Thank you. I'll see you soon. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.